0: PTJ Podcasts are made possible by the American Physical Therapy Association. This podcast is sponsored by New Step. New Step, Inc. of Ann Arbor, Michigan, manufactures recumbent cross-trainers designed to provide safe, comfortable, and effective total body exercise for virtually any user, regardless of age or function level. For more information, visit www.newstep.com.
1: Welcome to PTJ's The Bottom Line for March 2010. I'm Donovan Stutel, along with Dave Courvoisier. Bottom lines translate the findings of selected research articles for clinical practice. Bottom lines are not intended to substitute for a critical reading of the original articles. The bottom lines for the March 2010 issue of PTJ were written by Dr. Eric K. Robertson, Assistant Professor in the Department of Physical Therapy at Texas State University in San Marcos, Texas. Our first bottom line summarizes An Exercise and Education Program Improves Well-Being of New Mothers, a Randomized Controlled Trial, by Emily Norman, Dr. Margaret Sherburn, Dr. Richard Osborne, and Dr. Mary Galia.
0: First, what problems did the researchers set out to study, and why? Postnatal depression is a major health issue affecting a significant number of new mothers. The use of multidisciplinary approaches to manage postnatal depression has been suggested, but no randomized controlled trials have been undertaken to evaluate the benefits of programs, including group physical therapy exercise approaches. The researchers conducted a randomized clinical trial to evaluate the effect of a supervised eight-week physical therapy exercise and parenting education program on the psychological well-being of new mothers. Mothers in the exercise group participated in one hour of physical therapist-led group cardiovascular and strengthening exercises together with their babies, followed by a half-hour face-to-face education session. Who participated in this study? The researchers recruited 161 English-speaking new mothers, regardless of parity or delivery mode, who were ready for discharge from one medical center. Women were excluded from the study if they had a diagnosis of a psychiatric disorder requiring medication or management by a general practitioner or psychiatrist. What new information does this study offer? The trial demonstrated that the mothers participating in an eight-week structured program of exercise and education provided by a physical therapist, the mother and baby group, demonstrated statistically significant improvements in their psychological well-being compared with women in the control group, which received education only. Well-being scores and depressive symptoms were improved at 8 weeks and maintained at 4 weeks following the end of the program. Additionally, the percentage of new mothers classified as at-risk for developing postnatal depression was reduced by 50% in the mother and baby group By the end of the intervention, whereas there was no reduction in the percentage of new mothers at risk in the control group. What new information does this study offer for patients? This study provides information for new mothers about how to improve well being and reduce the symptoms of postnatal depression through a program of physical therapist supervised exercises and parenting education. Participating in supervised physical therapy exercise specific to new mothers, coupled with face to face education, can improve well-being to a greater degree than other interventions. How did the researchers go about this study? Women in the trial were randomized into two groups, a control group consisting of education only and an experimental group. The experimental group received an eight-week mother and baby program that included specialized exercise by a women's health physical therapist along with parenting education. The education-only group received written educational information mailed to them weekly for eight weeks. The main outcome measure was the positive affect balance scale, which measures well-being. The researchers also took measures of depression and monitored physical activity levels through patient self-report. Outcomes were collected at baseline, eight weeks, and four weeks following the conclusion of the eight-week program. How might the results be applied to physical therapist practice? The intervention used in this trial can be implemented by physical therapists and appropriate health practitioners as a potentially cost-effective method to improve the well-being of new mothers. Optimally, this intervention would take place 6 to 10 weeks following delivery to coincide with the greatest risk of developing postnatal depression symptoms. What are the limitations of the study and what further research is needed? This trial was conducted using subjects from one medical system and showed short-term effects, and the results may not generalize to other populations or lengths of time. Future studies evaluating the effectiveness of other interventions for postnatal depression and longer-term outcomes for the mother and baby intervention are warranted. Finally, cost-effectiveness trials are also indicated for these multidisciplinary interventions. Our last bottom line summarizes progressive resistance
1: training improves overall physical activity levels in patients with early osteoarthritis of the knee, a randomized controlled trial by Joshua Farr, Dr. Scott Going, Dr. Patrick McKnight, Dr. Shelley Castle, Ellen Kusler, and Michelle Cornett.
0: What problems did the researchers set out to study and why? Physical activity, including both aerobic and resistance training activities, is recommended in all guidelines for the management of knee osteoarthritis. However, we do not know whether individuals with knee osteoarthritis who participate in resistance training simply switch exercise modes and end up performing fewer aerobic activities. Therefore, the researchers in this study set out to determine the effect of a structured resistance training program on overall daily levels of activity using accelerometry to measure moderate intensity and vigorous intensity physical activity in individuals with early onset knee osteoarthritis. The researchers compared those who participated in an exercise program that included resistance training to those who participated in a self-management program and to those who participated in both programs. Who participated in this study? 171 patients with early-onset knee osteoarthritis participated in the study. Their mean age was 55 years. Their average body mass index was 27.6. And the participants were required to have no more than grade 2 radiographic knee osteoarthritis in at least one knee, as defined by the Kellgren and Lawrence classification. What new information does this study offer? This trial demonstrates that patients with early-onset knee osteoarthritis can participate in resistance training programs without detracting from their overall daily physical activity, which supports the use of resistance training in the management of this condition.
1: What new information does this study offer for patients?
0: Both self-management education and resistance training help to improve physical activity for patients with knee osteoarthritis. However, those in the resistance training group maintained higher levels of activity over nine months. Patients with knee osteoarthritis who are deciding on methods to improve physical activity should consider this information and should consider including resistance training as part of their exercise programs. How did the researchers go about this study? This study was a randomized controlled trial using data from the Multidimensional Intervention for Early Osteoarthritis of the Knee clinical trial and was a secondary analysis of the data obtained during that 24-month trial. In this study, the researchers measured anthropometric variables and pain, and they obtained data from an accelerometer worn by participants for seven contiguous days during all waking hours except while in water during swimming, for example. Outcomes were assessed at baseline, three months, and nine months. The resistance training program consisted of exercise three times a week for nine months, targeting four core areas, stretching and balance, range of motion and flexibility, isotonic muscle strengthening, and aerobic activities with the strength protocol progressing from resistance from body weight and TheraBand exercise bands to free weights and machine weights. The self-management program consisted of education promoting the use of more adaptive strategies and self-efficacious behaviors. The researchers performed a data analysis to compare the levels of daily activity among those who completed the resistance training program, those who participated only in the self-management program, and those who received both programs. How might the results be applied to physical therapist practice? Resistance training is an important aspect of care for patients with knee osteoarthritis and can be utilized as part of a physical therapy program to increase physical activity for this patient group. Individuals who received resistance training maintained levels of activity higher than those participating in a self-management program over the nine-month time frame. What are the limitations of the study and what further research is needed? The accelerometers may have not captured all activity in which the patients participated, depending on the nature of the activity. Swimming was not captured via this method of analysis. Future research is needed to determine strategies to maximize adherence to training programs and maximize physical activity over the long term. Thanks for listening. This has been
1: a production of Science Audio, online at www.scienceaudio.net. We always appreciate your feedback. You can email ptj at scienceaudio.net or leave a voicemail at 626-593-7825.